It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Did you miss Canty and Carlin? Well, by that logic, I'm 472 months pregnant. It is Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio and on ESPN Plus. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. 888-SAY-ESPN. 888-729-3776. That is your Dr. Pepper call-in line to be a part of the show. Amber Wilson, what's going on? That was such an unintended burn. What I would have said, it was a shorty segment, so we were up against the clock was I could relate to the way people would look at me, not nine months pregnant, because you're not allowed to fly then, but when I was like seven, eight months pregnant and would get on planes and people would look at you crazy, like, oh, this lady's coming down. Probably because you're about to have the baby on the plane next to them is probably the concern there. So that's really what I meant. But I know how it sounded, oh, Carlin. Well, at and the I same time, apologize. there was the undertone of a slight of, I, I can never, ever relate to being that big, ever. No, can't happen. I didn't even we, mean it from a size perspective. But man, it really worked out, though. <laughs> it really did. It really did. Amber, I am I, I'm just absolutely lost on the New York Jets right now. And... In no way do I have any rooting interest toward the Jets, but yesterday we were talking about on this very show because of a comment from Robert Sala on the Michael K. Show in New York that Zach Wilson could potentially play this week. And now we have basically gone 180 degrees. You know what? Just to refresh our memory, this is the clip with the question and the response from Robert Sala about Zach Wilson and his availability for the Jets in week one. All right, so are you going to go by the decision of discretion is the better part of valor and it's better to sit him down and just have Joe Flacco play the game or if he is in fact ready that you want him out there? Yeah, it's, I'm going to stand by what we talked about. You know, it's a, if, if he feels 100% and everything checks out, he's going to play. So uh, it just uh, all depends on tomorrow. Okay. 24 hours ago, Amber, 24 hours ago, here's what he said, not even 24 hours later at his press conference today. The earliest he's going to be available is Pittsburgh. That's going to be the earliest. And uh, just from everything we gathered over the last couple of days, uh, now can it change? Sure, I'm always going to leave that door open. You guys know me, I'm the eternal optimist, but uh, we are are going to make sure that both mind and body are 110%, make sure we do right by him. And um, and and we feel like talking to the doctors and everyone, it's going to be that Pittsburgh week. Let's just start. Let's just start here. That's week four, Amber. What happened? I don't know what happened. When we heard that original clip yesterday, you and I did note that it appeared like there was some wiggle room because the key word in there seemed to be if he's healthy and one hundred percent. There was an if. Right. So you and I were discussing. Well, you know, maybe week one. Right. He'll end up missing. No, we're not going to see him for a month into the season, and then maybe more. I mean, if they're saying not until week four, who knows when we're going to see Zach Wilson. It could be week six. You know, I don't know what this means other than the only thing I can deduce from this, Carlin, is that it means that Zach Wilson was more injured than we realized, which we all kind of saw it and thought at the time that he was more injured 
than was reported after the fact. Is it possible that this is just where he's been? And if so, I really can't explain Salo's comments yesterday either. It was like, what was the point of all of this? Yeah, it's not like you were throwing anybody off the path or off the scent, so to speak, and making them all of a sudden prepare for two quarterbacks on a day where you're getting ready for the game. It's kind of like whatever at that point. That aside, though, Amber, the much bigger development for the Jets and for Zach Wilson as a second-year quarterback, and there are other quarterbacks we're going to get to in a, in a very similar situation. Zach Wilson is at a point where he has to prove that he can play and he can win, and he can't stay on the field right now. And this was initially what I had heard was that it was probably week three. Now it's even further along to week four, and if you listen to what he said, it's the earliest. Wilson's losing ground very quickly. This is a major problem for the Jets. I I firmly believe that Joe Flacco could go in there this week and could play very well, and he may play well for a couple of weeks, but he's at the juncture of his career where if you're asking him to hold up for more than two or three weeks, you're really asking a whole lot from a guy like Joe Flacco. But more importantly, the Jets' number two overall pick last year can't stay on the field, and they don't know if they have a quarterback or not. Joe Flacco's a nice backup. He's not the person you want to rely on as the starter, and he wasn't supposed to be in that situation here in New York, and and this is how you find him now. I mean, Joe Flacco, sure, you're talking about a very big quarterback, it should be a good O-line, but some of that comes down to Makai Becton as well, right? And for a couple games, I frankly don't have a big issue with them starting Joe Flacco. I was thinking from his comments yesterday, saw those comments yesterday, when he said if Zach Wilson, you and I both said, if he's not 100%, be patient with this. There's no reason to roll him out there. But I was thinking like a game. You know, like that was yeah. the patience I was envisioning here. I wasn't thinking like, hey, we're six weeks into the season and now we're finally just getting to see some Zach Wilson because he is a quarterback that's still developing. And you have to let him have the opportunity to develop. But yeah, there seems to be real concerns here about his durability already at this point in his career. And if you're the Jets... I don't know what you do about this other than take your time with Zach Wilson, I guess, until you're comfortable putting him out there. But, I mean, we got the word today that he's going to be at the side working out and then he'll practice back when he's ready. Like, the tone has changed dramatically in 24 hours. Absolutely. 24 hours ago, it seemed like Zach Wilson was good to go. They were just being cautious. 24 hours later, it seems like Zach Wilson's broken, like he's severely injured. Here's the bigger problem for me. The Jets are at, at a position as an organization where they have gone through the pain of the last couple of years in particular to get to a place where they can spend money, as they did this offseason, to really get as many draft picks as they did, Jamal Adams trade and such, Sam Darnold trade, really did an amazing job to get themselves here. And now this roster is infinitely better. It is not go out and win the Super Bowl, but Amber, it is go out and make progress. And I don't know how you make progress when you can't get your quarterback on the field. And this is a really interesting year for Wilson. I And I know it's so funny. We talk about quarterbacks wanting to, having to prove things to, to us, right? And we're going to talk more about it in a second. We're, we're shortening that span more and more, especially if a guy can't stay on the field. 
You know, we're, we're, that, that time frame of when it used to be four and five years, which we've gone through, was because of financial investment in a quarterback all up front, down, down to three. I'm sorry, we're down to two when it comes to Wilson right now because the Jets, they have a really good roster that is improving, and there is a quarterback-loaded draft this coming year. And even so, like, I'll even take it a step further. You look at, there's going to be a couple of quarterbacks who are going to be free agents next year, like Jimmy Garoppolo, who may not be the worst idea for the Jets in the future if this guy can't show that he can stay on the field. I guess if I was playing devil's advocate, what I'd say is, is 12 games enough to fully evaluate Zach Wilson and for him to develop into the quarterback that you hope that he can be. It's 10 games if we're being conservative enough to fully evaluate him. What because I know, at some though, point he's getting back rely on him. That's the place I can evaluate him. I can almost evaluate him by the fact that his injuries keep him away. But if he goes back out there and then he's able to finish out the entire season, that entire concern and narrative goes away, right? So I, all I'm saying is I guess we have to exercise some patience. Nuts, you know? <laughs> well, I, I, don't, I do understand the fear from the Jets fan because, I mean, you said the last couple of years they've gone through it. Uh, they might have understood I mean, no, it's that been a really a long decades, time, but I'm talking you know? about just, you know, the Joe Douglas years of, of dealing with all of that of hitting the reset button because they had spent all the stupid money that they did before he got there. And the most important position is not better right now. And look, Joe picked the guy. He had to know that this was going to be a problem because he's not exactly a, a guy that's, you know, six, five and 255 pounds. Flacco is a much bigger quarterback than Zach Wilson. Mm. We'll see. Maybe that O-line gets an opportunity to gel a bit more. You saw some sparks from that O-line. Some of the rooks on that line from last season will obviously be improved this season. Maybe they'll get an opportunity to gel. Maybe they'll be conservative with Zach Wilson. Maybe he will be back for the remaining 12 games and fully healthy, Carlin, and all will be well. But it's hard to imagine that, I think, because, again, it's the New York Jets. So it just feels like, you know, a curse. I mean, I was listening to Mike Greenberg live when this news broke and his reaction I thought he was going to cry on air he did get yeah. emotional and he required a hug from his stage manager <laughs> <laughs> so Flacco is going to start week one against his former team and he's not the only one we've got more on that it's Canty and Carlin on ESPN radio and on ESPN plus right after Amber has this from our friends at Disney plus Disney Plus Day is coming. It is coming quickly. It is on September 8th. It is a day of celebration, surprises, and exclusive premieres. You're not going to want to miss it. Like Disney's Pinocchio, Marvel's Thor Love and Thunder, and new episodes of She-Hulk Attorney at Law. Also, Pixar's Cars on the Road, Star Wars Obi-Wan Kenobi, A Jedi's Return, National Geographic's Epic Adventures of Bertie Gregory, and the new Simpsons short. Welcome to the club. Plus, don't miss other new features like Growing Up, Frozen 1 and 2 sing-alongs, and Dancing with the Stars, the pros' most memorable dances. Nothing is bigger, nothing's better, nothing beats Disney Plus Day. All these and more streaming on September 8th. The Bengals will not call a timeout. The sidelines empty. Rings for the Rams! A Lombardi Trophy for Los Angeles! 
when football comes back. How in the hell are the defending Super Bowl champion Rams an underdog at home on Thursday? You know how hard it is to win a damn Super Bowl? Those other teams in the NFL are not sleepwalking. Touchdown! Off the arm of Justin Fields. 67 yards for Trevor Lawrence. What a marvelous run by Jalen Hurts. Barkley high steps it across the goal line. That'll get you pumped up. Tomorrow night, the opener, Rams and Bills at SoFi. And, of course, the full slate coming this Sunday. Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio and ESPN Plus, presented by Progressive Insurance. Amber Wilson in for Chris Canty on his honeymoon. And we spent a few minutes there on Zach Wilson and what he has to prove. But you've got other guys who are facing their former teams this weekend. We've got Russell Wilson facing the Seahawks on Monday night up in Seattle. We've got Baker Mayfield facing the Cleveland Browns on Sunday afternoon. You know, it's funny. It, like, it's it's such a trite question to us as fans and, and talk show hosts of who's got the most to prove and all this. But if you really think about it, you've got somebody in Baker Mayfield who wants to stick it to his former team with an unceremonious exit that he basically had from there. And then you've got somebody like Russell Wilson, where it didn't feel like it was acrimonious when it ended. Uh, you pointed this out yesterday. It was a little bit more like it was a, a, a joint a- amicable divorce, so to speak. But Wilson, while he has won a Super Bowl, while he has been to another, I still feel like there's an awful lot there on the bone. You know, this is somebody that is giving the Denver Broncos a, a team that we were talking about a minute ago ready-made, pretty close to be able to win, good weapons on offense, a very good defense. The Denver Broncos, with Russell Wilson now, should be a legitimate Super Bowl contender, and most of that is now going to fall on Wilson. Yeah, except for the division that they're in. But yeah. I do think that there's a lot of pressure on Russell Wilson. I just don't think it has anything to do with Seattle and everything to do with Denver, right? Like, this is an entirely new chapter for Russell Wilson. Yes, in his Seattle years, he's coming off of a couple down years for Wilson. Down years for Wilson, still very good years, obviously. But he was playing through that thumb injury last season. And then, regardless of whether it was an amicable divorce, it was still a divorce, right, between the the franchise that he had been with his entire career that he had won a Super Bowl with and then he was moving on for a pastures that he considered greener so there's always going to be some element of prove it when that's the scenario even if it's not the Baker Mayfield you know gotta stick it to him kind of reaction that I think we're gonna get from him playing now for Carolina I do think though Russell Wilson just has a lot to prove from the very fact that Denver has expectations. Like you said, everyone's been saying for two years that the Broncos are a quarterback away. I'm not one of those people, but that's what most people have been saying. There's expectations the second Russell Wilson walks through your door, but particularly if you consider the team around him pretty good. So now that is going to fall on him. He doesn't get a pass. He hasn't won a Super Bowl there yet. He doesn't have all the years under his belt that he had in Seattle. He's got to kind of win over that market and prove that he was worth that monster extension he just got. Listen. When you listen to somebody like Walter Jones, you understand what he is saying. We had him on the show yesterday, and here's what he said, the Pro Football Hall of Fame left tackle on Wilson, and if, in fact, there was anything left for him to prove. You know, I don't think he has anything to prove. You know, you can just see that by just his, his extension. You know, that's, I think, in the end game, that's what guys want. That's the 
that's the whole point. You want to win Super Bowls, but financially, you want to be able to make as much money as you can because you're not in this game for long. But, you know, I don't know if anything to prove. I think what the Seahawks was doing at that point, I think, you know, you have to make decisions. And sometimes the decisions that some of the fans might not like, but I thought where this team was going and what this team had to offer, I thought that, that those big-name guys was going to get cut or they're going to get traded. You know, I couldn't disagree more with Walter because now it's it, – you talked about all of the reasons why there is something left and he's supposed to be the missing piece. Well, can you do it in a different environment has become a new way to grade quarterbacks because they're on the move a little bit more than they have been in the past. And we saw – you know, we saw Peyton Manning do it. We've seen plenty of guys – do it, but this now establishes you on that next level. You know, I'm just looking at MVP odds this year. Russell Wilson is at plus 1,600 on Caesar Sportsbook, 16 to 1. And I think that's an interesting bet because as much as I think Lamar Jackson's going to end up being the MVP, can you see a scenario where with the weapons that he has in Denver – that he could actually become the MVP. Yeah, they lost Tim Patrick, but they still have Jerry Judy. They still have Cortland Sutton. They still have an awful lot to work with. And I think Wilson's going to be on that kind of a path this year. He, he It's very, you know, his personality is so different. It's, it's such a cornball at times. <laughs> but, like, he does play as if he is somebody with somewhat, something constantly to prove. Yeah, he absolutely does. I do think that it's the difference between him being a top five quarterback and a top 10 quarterback, right? Or a top 15. Like everybody has Russell Wilson as as one of the higher quarterbacks in the league. But I do think that there's some argument if you're actually talking about whether he's, you know, elite, elite, elite. If he wins an MVP and he does it, like you said, in a different uniform on a different team, it's going to feel like, okay, Russ is back. Those were just some down years there in Seattle because of what he had around him. He can do it anywhere. This is one of the best quarterbacks in the league. And there's not going to be as much conversation around it. I mean, he's a bit of a controversial figure, like you said. I don't, I don't really know why. Uh, but I think sometimes people <laughs> like to, I guess, make fun of Russell Wilson. It would be hard to do that if he was to go out there and really prove himself in Denver again. And I think that's what the expectation is for him. So I do well, think he's got contract. something to play yeah. for. Look yeah, the contract he just got. It's got to be the expectation, right? Yeah. I mean, they're not paying him to come in there and be average by any means. They're paying him to come in there and, and be the reason that they're able to win. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. That is your Dr. Pepper call-in line, in which you can be a part of the show, and we would encourage you to do that. Why did I just start talking like Sebastian Maniscalco? <laughs> I don't know. That was weird, the way that just happened. But the question is this. <laughs> And you may look at it and think it's trite, but really think about it for a moment because there is a great list here. Which quarterback has the most to prove this season in the NFL? Because there are a lot. It's Cantia Carlin on ESPN Radio and on ESPN Plus. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. My friends, don't forget this this Dr. Pepper call in line. This is the deal. You got to be a part of of Canty and Carlin Nation. ESPN Nation is presented by Dr. Pepper. It ain't college football season without the delicious taste of an ice-cold Dr. Pepper. The one fans deserve. Up next, we want to hear from you. 
on the call-in line, on the Dr. Pepper call-in line at 888-ESPN. What quarterback are you looking at that has the most to prove? We'll also ask a Super Bowl champ how much Russell Wilson actually has to prove. His answer, going to surprise you a little bit because it's, it's going to surprise me. I don't know it yet. We'll find out. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Did you miss Canty and Carlin? Quarterbacks with things to prove. Players with things to prove. Coaches with things to prove across the league. 888-SAY-ESPN. 888-729-3776, Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio and on ESPN Plus. Amber Wilson is in for Chris Canty. We welcome in co-host of Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. ESPN NFL analyst, Keyshawn Johnson. Key, we appreciate a few minutes. How you doing? Good, man. How you guys doing? We're doing great. Let's start here. We were talking about Russell Wilson a few minutes ago. Key, we know he's won a Super Bowl. But when you move franchises, as we've seen other quarterbacks do, is there more to prove to go to a situation like he is in Denver to go and win another championship? Um, it depends on who that quarterback is and how that quarterback is viewed. I think a lot of people that are on the outside of the actual NFL instead of internally view Russell Wilson a little bit different than individuals that internally are in the league. Um, and what I mean by that is when you look at the first couple of Super Bowls that they went to, it wasn't about Russell Wilson. It was about the defense, Marshawn Lynch, and them running the football. And that's how they were able to get there. He made a handful of throws here and there. I think Russell Wilson is 
you know, despite them paying him franchise type money at the quarterback spot, I think he is trying to prove something to people that he's a legitimate quarterback that you can win a Super Bowl with because of. And he will definitely maybe have that opportunity in Denver. At least he's got a very good Broncos team around him. But I want to ask you about a team that might not be quite as good, especially now because we've gotten the news today, Key, that Zach Wilson might not be available to the New York Jets until something like week four, which makes it seem like his injury was more serious. Just yesterday, Robert Sala left us with the impression that we might get Zach Wilson in week one. Should Jets fans be worried about what feels kind of like an about face here from Sala? I don't think that you should be worried about it. I don't think I don't think Robert Sala said anything that was I, I didn't read any anything except he's a coach speaking. Oh, well if he's ready to go, we're gonna evaluate him, he'll be ready to go, we're gonna play him, blah, blah, blah. What he didn't say is if Robert what he didn't say is if if this young man is capable of practicing at least two days this week, he's our starter. He didn't tell you a time frame, so to speak. Had he given you that then, that got, then it would, I would have felt a little bit different about the conversation he was having because he didn't give you specifics on time, practices, things of that nature. I knew he wasn't going to play. Because what think about it? When you look at players that are hurt, especially at the quarterback position, what a coach will tell you is if he's capable of practicing at least two days this week, then he'll be ready to go. He never gave us any of that. Keyshawn Johnson, co-host Keyshawn J. Will and Max, every morning on ESPN Radio and on ESPN U from 6 to 10 a.m. Eastern Time. Key, when I look at the Rams, you're in L.A. right now, I'm wondering why they, I don't want to say you seemingly aren't getting respect, but it is odd, is it not, that if you put this uh, game on a neutral field, the Rams would be like six-point underdogs to the Buffalo Bills. Are the Rams getting the respect that they deserve as a champ? I think they are. Why, why aren't they getting the re- – like, what, did, what, what, are we, what are they supposed to be doing? Like, uh, people supposed to be clear-cut Super Bowl repeat champs? No, but I, I think, you know, I mean, what I have don't... we talked about? What have we talked about all, all camp so far? Oh, Stafford's elbow, or this. I don't know if they're going to be able to do that, what they lost, that kind of thing. Again, I was never worried about Stafford's elbow. And, and maybe it's because I played in the league and I've seen how things go with coaches and they say stuff, but I've also seen how the media reacts to the littlest thing that a coach says. And I never was worried about Stafford's elbow. He was throwing the football. He was in training camp. He was practicing. They're not going to run him to death. There's no need to run a guy who is proven to death out there on the football field. That's for the second and third team guys. So I was never concerned about that. I think when you look at, the makeup of the team, this team has about two, three, four stars on it, right? And then the rest of the guys that are contributors. And usually you don't have the back-to-back type of conversations on Super Bowl championship teams unless they're just loaded with talent all over the place. Where you look at teams that, you know, Philadelphia won the Super Bowl with, with Nick Foles. The next year, they weren't talking about Philly repeating. No one was ever saying that. They actually passed the torch to somebody else. And that's kind of where the Rams are because they don't have 22 superstars. This isn't my Tampa Bay Buccaneers team where we were loaded at least five superstars on each side of the ball. 
which people say, well, they're going back next year. They're going back next year. That's usually how it goes. So I'm not surprised that they're not getting the, the necessary ink that a lot of people would have thought. All right, so, Keith, what's the hardest part of trying to defend? Well, the, the hardest part is staying healthy, right? If you mm-hmm. stay healthy, you got an opportunity and a chance. Health is a, a key part of derailing the repeat situation or the egos. But I don't think the Rams have that, the ego part of it. It's the health part with them. Um, if they stay healthy, they'll have an opportunity and a chance. A lot of teams that can't get back wind up breaking down or they lost so many guys in free agency that it didn't make sense. Well, what the Rams did, which is interesting and smart because many teams have not done this in the past, is they lose one, they replace it. They trade Robert Woods, pick up Allen Robinson. They lose OBJ, they pick up Allen Robinson. They decide to not pay Von Miller. They say, okay, we'll slide another guy in that spot. They lose the defensive back. uh, I think his name was Hill. They move David Long to that spot. And so they didn't really feel like they needed to make any household changes because three of the top guys they addressed in the offseason with Stafford, along with Aaron Donald and Cooper Cup, financially they bring in Allen Robinson, they pay the head coach, they play less need. Everything is still intact. They didn't lose Raheem Morris. He didn't go anywhere. He's a defensive coordinator. They didn't lose Sean McVay. He didn't go anywhere. He's the primary play caller. I understand Kevin O'Connell went to Minnesota, but Kevin O'Connell didn't call a play at all to save his life. So they didn't lose anything. They're still largely intact, but the Bills are favored over them, according to Caesars in that game. Probably because, Key, a lot of people have the Bills as the most likely favorite to win it all. You do not, because you revealed your team's most likely to win it all today on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. You zigged when everybody else zagged, Key. You did the thing. You have the New Orleans Saints as the most likely team to win the Super Bowl. Tell us why, other than your nephew. Well, I think when you when you look at other than my nephew, <laughs> you you look at um, that makeup of the team. Who else has better skill position players in the National Football League? Pound for pound, you can we could swap out any anybody that you think. Give me, a, give me a team you think is going to go to the Super Bowl. The Buffalo Bills. So if you swap out Diggs for Michael Thomas, that's a, a, let's call it an even trade. Healthy Michael Diggs, it's pretty much an even trade, right? And so yeah. when, you, when you look at that and then you say, well, Alvin Kamara is probably an upgrade at the running back position over what Buffalo has. And Chris Olave and Jarvis Landry is probably an upgrade over their twos and threes that they have at the receiver position. So you start to break it down, and you say, okay, on the defensive side of the ball, they don't have a Von Miller. Yeah, they got some pretty good. They got Davenport. Them dudes are pretty damn good themselves. You know, Jordan is pretty good. You know, so you start to really look at it. That roster from front to back is as good as anybody's roster in the NFL. They're a top five roster in the NFL from front to back. You say, what about Jameis Winston? Jameis Winston's a hell of a quarterback. You know, oh, he threw 30 interceptions. That's because you want him to throw 30 interceptions. Let's discount 15 of them because there were balls that was tipped. There was balls that was dropped. There was routes that were ran wrong. Now, I ain't going to place all the blame on the receivers. Certainly, Jameis had to pull the trigger on some of that. But when you go back and you really look at the All-22 and you break down the film, some of that stuff was a, a product of the receivers not doing their job. And he has a little bit of a 
stench on him going all the way back to college. So nobody ever wants to really give him the benefit of doubt. So anything that they could say to make a negative on Jameis Winston, that's what happens. So, so because of that, the Saints automatically get pushed down. Then you lose Sean Payton, and you say to yourself, well, Dennis Allen was not very good with the Raiders. You and I couldn't be good with the Raiders back then. We just couldn't be. Nobody. Vince Lombardi couldn't coach that team. Now, all of a sudden, he has a different type of team. Let's see what he is as a coach. That's all. That's, that's why I like him. Key, you always bring it. We appreciate it, man. Thanks. Do me a favor, though, Carly. Yeah. What's that? Tell your damn producer to stop harassing me. <laughs> well, listen, Key, he was the your guy for a long guy. time. Please. He was your was, guy for a long was, time. And was, this is what is this what was. I have to look forward to? He was my guy. It's like yeah, I know. a bad hamburger. It was good till you put it in the refrigerator and left it in there too long. Hell no. <laughs> Poor Evan. Oh, Key, if you ask me, there's no such thing as a bad hamburger. Appreciate it, brother. <laughs> All right, see you later. <laughs> Keyshawn Johnson from Keyshawn J. Will and Max every morning, 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPNU. Evan, do you have any response to Keyshawn's comments? Got a break. Apparently not. I think that says it all. Uh, we'll hit more next. We've got coming up the opportunity for you to chime in. We want to hear from you on the Dr. Pepper call in line, 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Which quarterback has got the most to prove this season in the NFL? Is it Dak, Josh Allen, Russell Wilson? Hit it. You're next, ESPN Radio. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yo, check this out from Canty and Carlin. Uh, listen, Amber, I, I like Pat Beverly a lot, okay? He was coming into ESPN early in the summer uh, and was doing a fantastic job, you know, lighting some fires with some of his words and really helping to break down the players. I thought he was great. But then I, I see him yesterday and the video of him talking about the opportunity 
He was asked about the opportunity to play with LeBron and Anthony Davis, and he said, well, they get to play with me. I went to the finals last year. I mean, uh, or not to the finals, but to the playoffs. He last went to the year. playoffs. They really didn't. are we? Uh, I mean, Pat, it was with the Timberwolves, and it was a. Let's be honest. You went there, but it was a brief trip. Was it okay? Not? But it was more more of a trip than LeBron and AD had. I love but this I, from Patrick. I, I, I like him saying it, but can we just you know? It's I mean, such a ridiculous dial it thing back to say, a hair, Pat Bev. It's so funny because the reporter, and you know how we pose these questions in the media, but the reporter's like, Oh, no, no, Amber, we're not blaming the media here. No, I'm not blaming the media, but it's like, what do you make of playing with LeBron and and AD? Like, the reporter leaves the door open for, of course, Patrick Beverly to be like, they're playing with me. I'm not playing with them. Like, they're playing with me. I'm the one who was in the postseason this past season. They weren't. They were watching on their couches. I love this from Patrick Beverly. It's why he's going to have a career in the media if he wants one post playing basketball because he was gold when we had him on our airwaves and he proves that he still is, even when he's playing in these uh, 10 second bites that we get. They're still gold. Look, I, I, I love it, but I, and I know he knows what he's doing when he says it. Of course. And yeah, I don't that's what's him, fun about it. Is I, it's like, I, I you know, know, but it's just, I, I not, love to hear that kind of thing, but not when it's Patrick Beverly. <laughs> no, but that's not what's so funny is, about it. If it's really like good Kevin Durant league, saying but, it, I mean, that's about, kind of about it. If it's like Kevin Durant saying it about LeBron or something, it would be too serious, you know, because it's Patrick Beverly saying it about LeBron. Like LeBron so do you think, gets to do you, play let me with ask me. You this. Let me ask you this. Awesome. Based by the look on his face, do you think he was saying it tongue in cheek? Yes. I mean, he knows now, do I think Patrick, like, tongue-in-cheek. I mean, it's Patrick Beverly. Uh, you know, he probably does roll around with that level of confidence, but there's no way he actually believes that. He knows what he's I don't saying. know. I think there was a part of him that actually believed it. <laughs> I think there was absolutely a part of him that, that believed he, it. He thinks that LeBron is lucky to play with him, yeah. not the other way around. Here's what I know. <laughs> they still need somebody to shoot the basketball. They don't have that. They don't have that yet. And maybe Pat will get a chance to play with somebody who can shoot because that would be a nice change of pace. We know LeBron needs shooters, and we know he does not have them right now. Yeah, get to play with Pat. All right, we'll see. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, ESPN Plus. Little nugget here on Lamar Jackson. He told reporters today, within the last 15 minutes or so, that his deadline to get a contract extension done with the Ravens is this Friday, officially this Friday, and that they are still talking on both sides. Amber, will they get a deal done by Friday? Answer. What do you got? Yes. You're optimistic they will get a deal done. I'm will only that optimistic. deal? I'm only optimistic because we keep hearing the reports that everyone is on the same page, other than the numbers, which, I mean, given i feel like that numbers is a really important part of contract negotiations but it seems like and you heard graz tell us the other day like apparently everybody's friends everybody like the gm's still calling lamar you know 10 times a day and everyone's working together and working through these talks and negotiations so i will believe then if things are in that camp where they everyone's getting along so well then maybe they're actually close to getting something done here I say they don't. I say he plays through it. I say he gets the money next year. Just because I, I think it's going to be tough for him if he doesn't get to $230 million guaranteed to accept that deal. 
I think that's going to be very difficult in his own mind. 888-SAY-ESPN. That is your Dr. Pepper call-in line. Who among the quarterbacks has the most pressure on them this year? Who has the most to prove this season in the NFL? Andy in Ohio is going to start us off on ESPN Radio. Andrew, what say you? Yes. Yes. Uh, I would say Trey Lance has got the most to prove. Because if he doesn't play well in those first three weeks, they're going to go to Jimmy G. Look, uh, I could not agree more. And I, I, I'm i going to give him a little bit more leeway than three weeks because, as we've talked about, those f- first six weeks of the season should be a, a good way to gauge exactly what he is, Amber. Is he somebody that you're capable of winning games with, no matter who the opponent is? Because you've got two tough ones in the first six, but four games that you should definitively win in the first six it's that week seven right when they when they go to Kansas City like that's when everything changes after that schedule wise for the 49ers I agree that we could see Jimmy Garoppolo make an appearance at some point because the temptation is going to be too great you and I keep talking about this I don't think three weeks I mean they've got to give Trey Lance a fair shot I don't even like them ever turning it over to Garoppolo just because then man what do we do at the end of whatever postseason run they end up making with this situation, right? You're supposed to be moving on to Trey Lance permanently, and yet you're going to be probably taking a step backwards if Trey Lance starts stumbling. But I think that they'll try to avoid going backwards as long as they can. So I agree with you. I think he'll get at least six weeks. All right. How about next, Josh in Florida on ESPN Radio. Josh, who do you think? Uh, I'm taking Justin Fields in this one. Uh, he's got to live up to being uh, worthy of a first-round draft pick in Chicago. He's also uh, playing in a division that's been dominated as the quarterback position by Aaron Rodgers for so long. So, See, uh, I, I completely disagree with that idea for this year because the Bears have done what they have done to strip that team down. He doesn't have a whole lot around him. And, Amber, I mean, if you're looking at betting the NFC North – they're plus 1,300. They are by far the fourth choice in that division, well behind the line. But a loaded quarterback draft coming, and they're going to be well-positioned to draft in it, presumably. So that's where the pressure comes in for Justin Fields. See, I think with Fields, boy, that's such a tough – he's, to me, in the toughest spot of any quarterback in the league this year because there is that question mark laying out there, and this group didn't draft him. Check out Canty and Carlin weekdays on ESPN Radio and on ESPN+.